This is Mark at MarksForLove.com Men, if you looking for love and your name is Mark, then look no further. All you have to do is go to MarksForLove.com That's MarksForLove.com and ladies, if you looking for love from a man named Mark, then you look no further. All you have to do is go to MarksBelove.com. That's MarksBelove.com. Because at the end of the day, you can't spell love. Without M I K E at com. Paid for by Mike World Order Incorporated. Hi, I'm Mike Thunder, and you probably remember me from my recent hit single, She Left Me on Red. But if I'm not out there podcasting, or giving people the shiny wizard for some random reason, I'm thinking of you. Which you can call me at 1-900-THUNDER. That's 1-900-THUNDER. Because you don't need to wonder when you call Mike Thunder. What's happening, everyone? This is Mike Thunder. Welcome you to another live episode of Thirsty Thunder Tuesday, the Bash at the Beach edition. And as you can see, I'm in 1080p. That's right. Finally, a better camera for you guys to see the show in all of my glory. Yeah. So, hope everyone's having a good evening. This will be probably one of our shortest Thirsty Thunders ever. But it's only because our guest is also pressed for time for the simple fact that he's also, uh, well, he's going to be migrating to the other side of the country. Yeah. I wanted to do this as like a farewell gift for him. Hopefully I can bring him back on the podcast at a future date. But uh, this is another one of our uh, fellow Crescendo recruits that we're bringing on the show. And uh, when I saw him, now mind you, this is a wrestling themed show, so I gotta add a little bit of wrestling flair to it. Um, just from his youth and his knowledge, and being able to, you know, take that chance of being in front of a crowd to sing, he reminds me a lot of uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima from Japan. You know, the guy debuted at like 15 years old in the MMA fight one and now at age 33 he's been a world heavyweight champion numerous times so you know it's it's not about when or where it's about how you get there and I remember one night he was performing 
And as he was performing, I know he stopped in like the middle of it. And I remember saying out loud, don't excuse yourself for being great. I don't know why it was the first thing that came out when I said it. You know, don't apologize for being great. Wasn't sure if he heard me, but when you have a raspy voice like mine, you can only go but high with the octets. So, but he continued, rocked it. Um, he was there. He did his last performance at uh, Thursday Mike Live. And I got to tell you, the kid had a, uh, a whole entourage. A whole entourage. Like, man, the, the guy was, he, he made it, did what it did. And uh, he stood out. Um, unfortunately, I've only met the guy for maybe a few weeks. I wish I would have gotten the guy on here sooner. Um, but I know people were packing dates for this month like crazy. So it was pretty hard to, to you know, get them on. But I was finally glad because I was some spots, I'm not going to lie. I was holding on just for certain people. And he was one of them, you know. So I wanted to make sure that he had his chance because he was one of many that stood out, you know, along with many others like Sage Bay. And next week when we get Pipe 720 on there, which that's pretty much main event week, I can't wait for him to come on but this kid i can tell just by his demeanor and what he brings to the table and he's very humble about it this kid is gonna be a star y'all pay attention i claim it you hear you heard it first live and on the international level mike thunder says this kid is gonna be your next big talent so Coming on to the show, he's still new, but he's still going. And like they say, you don't have to be a part to fill that young go hard with the punch. Welcome to the show, debuting on Mike World Order in his very first interview. Welcome to the show, Jinx. Hey, thank you, Mike. <laughs> thank you for that introduction. Uh, <laughs> I thought it's so hard to follow up, but I appreciate you for bringing me on here and uh, you know, giving me a platform to talk about our journeys. Yeah, I mean, I, I, hey, I told you I'd give you a heads up. Prepare to be overhyped <laughs> yeah. when, uh, when coming on. Uh, but nah, I, I remember when I saw you at the, the first uh, Thursday mic night I went to and seeing you perform. I was I was very impressed, you know. Anyone who could sing in general in front of a bunch of people got my respect. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's hard. I mean, I, I think even you saw it, like, you know, you said like, you know, you saw me stop and then you said that. So it's like it takes weeks of practice, you know. I think I just kind of I'm getting used to the stage more and more every time I perform. And, you know, Every week, it's like memorizing more lyrics, matching the crowd's energy, just like you would at a wrestling match, right? You got to give the crowd what they want, and that's what I'm starting to learn, you know? Like, what what, what gets them going? What kind of moves will will get them excited, you know? Like, uh, you know, so that's, yeah. So, like, last week, I brought out the money guns, and everybody, <laughs> everybody was having a good time with that. So I was, like, blowing money in the air and stuff. Speaking of that. So I was helping take down the set uh, a few days ago, and I saw, I was like, yo, it's a $100 bill. Oh, I was like, yo, I got money. And then I looked at it, I said, hold up. It said fake money. 
Yeah. I remember seeing the video because I was up front bringing more people in. Fair so right. I was watching as you were doing it from like my Instagram. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, why am I not in there? All right, right. You probably rush it in like that. I was trying. But by yeah. the time I got there, all of it was gone. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe <laughs> I mean, it was just crazy only to find out later on it was not even a real $100 bill. I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was just like, I mean, maybe one day, you know, when when, I'm, when, I, if I ever, when and if I ever get up there. But I think, yeah, for now, it's just like I wanted to bring the hype up and it was part of the lyrics of the song. So uh, other rappers do it. So, you know, why not? I learned from the best. <laughs> so for our Mike World Order followers out there watching, we want to know who is the man called Jinx. Tell us a little about yourself. I'm going to let you have the open floor for our new listeners that, and some of our regular listeners to get well acquainted with you. Yeah. Um, so my name is, uh, my stage name is Jinx. Uh, my real name is Azraf. I just like a wrestler, you know, it's kind of like my mask. Um, I've, I I want to separate like per, my persona from my identity, um, and I feel like Jinx is kind of was born out of the fact that you know sometimes I feel like I'm making mistakes or uh, I have a lot of bad luck thrown my way, um, but like you know it's like even though this is a mistake or it might be a mistake, I just want to give it my best shot, you know, and and, and that's kind of where the moniker came from. Um, and, and it's just like fun to come up with song titles that have uh, Jinx in the title. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like this is a mistake or you owe me a soda. So I, anyways, I, I thought I'd just try it out. And um, so I was born and raised here in Washington, D.C. I've been here my whole life in the no Northern Virginia area. Um, I did grow up in Bangladesh. So I'm actually I'm, uh, I'm American Bengali. So I grew up in Bangladesh for four years. It's a little country on uh, the south side of, like, on the right side of India. Um, and I, you know, I, I, it was really cool growing up there and just getting a different perspective on life. Um, and uh, I think I'm, like, channeling some of that culture and identity into my music, hopefully, like, uh, writing Bengali into my songs and, you know, just themes from Bangladesh. And speaking of Bangladesh, they're actually having massive floods right now. So, um, if anybody wants to learn about it, just Google flooding in Bangladesh. Like they need help. Um, so I just did like a cover yesterday, trying to bring attention to that. Um, so, anyways, I I finally I moved there when I was from Bangladesh to America when I was like around four or five. And then, um, you know, I was always rapping and singing when I was younger, like on the school bus with my friends at the playground. Um, but you know, just like any beginner or noob, you know, I. Uh, I wasn't that great. I, I sounded pretty bad. <laughs> so I, I think with lots of diligent practice and, and just finding my style, I finally kind of reached um, a moment where uh, I feel proud of myself and creating the music that I like creating. Um, and, you know, it was really nice meeting the artist community here. I know there was like, I was kind of on a break during COVID. It was kind of hard to make music during that time. You know, I think a lot, a lot of people you know, probably felt the same way. There's a lot of, you know, depression and scariness. And um, 
So I was glad I was able to come out of that and just kind of make um, more music that, you know, uplifted people or people could have fun with. And um, I think everybody else is, everybody's dropping albums this summer. I'm just one of them, but <laughs> I hope you enjoy the music I'm putting out. And um, yeah, so, so that's me. And I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I've really enjoyed, I, performing at crescendo studios thanks to snrg music you know thanks to you mike for supporting every week and bringing people on here um i've had a such an amazing time there and um i feel like now to take my career to the next level i need to like kind of just change my environment experience new things and i think moving to california would hopefully do that trick um i mean i'm gonna be in la it's a hot spot for everything hopefully so let's see what happens there um i would uh, i guess like my music itself i would describe my music as as pop like electronic um you know kind of in that level maybe some hip-hop and rap but i uh <laughs> i'm trying to like get better at it you know so uh, i have a couple couple of genres that's like i guess i have a couple of genres like i'm not really sticking to one one exact thing um and i you know i might branch out i might do country music one day i might do k-pop i don't know let's see no no country music no country music i think no. that sound good man no. like, i mean you probably would but i couldn't see someone like you with like a cowboy hat on the boots Yeehaw. yeah i would if anything i'd probably be laughing my butt off with a yeah. cowboy hat on too just like yeah <laughs> And it's 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 funny you mentioned um, you know changing environments. Uh, when I started podcasting ten years ago, it was in my hometown of South Carolina, and uh, I mean, like you, I felt like I just needed something different. So when I moved up here six years ago, um, everything completely changed. Like the momentum, like you can tell the momentum was night and day. Like. I've probably gotten more recognition within the past five years of podcasting than I did the first five. And uh, sometimes that's, that's all, that's all what you need is um, that change of scenery. The music's um, the same way, you know, <laughs> been working wanna, for so long and then it's just, you got to keep grinding. Exactly. And um, the, the, the best advice I can give you, from my experience in podcasting, which, I mean, it's not singing, but I mean, the, the work ethic is very similar. Um, dare to do something, dare to be different, dare to stand out. Yeah. Everyone's going to say, okay, you do this type of music, but what differs you for someone else? And uh, I, I had to learn to do that same thing with podcasting. It's like, okay, you, you do a podcast, uh, What's different about it? Well, it's yeah. a wrestling theme podcast, but <laughs> we really, really push beyond the borders with certain topics. And right. <laughs> it's not political by all means. It's just we have no filter. I think that's what right. makes it stand out in the fact that we're more organic with everything. Oh, I think that makes man. sense. Yeah, and, that's, um, that's awesome. And plus, never afraid to pass up on any opportunities for someone to get their stuff out there. And it's like you said, everyone's dropping their music for the summertime, hence, you know, bash at the beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 
because what better time for everyone to expand their music than summertime? You know, 100%. everyone's going out. Everyone is, you know, it could be for date night. It could be for going to the beach. It can be for, I don't know, summer cleaning your apartment or house. You, you never Wrestling know. at the beach. Wrestling <laughs> at the beach. And it's funny. <laughs> the original concept of Bash at the Beach came from World Championship Wrestling. They used to do their shows at the beaches, the first oh. two that I think they did. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I had no and idea. Daytona Beach, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I feel like that's one thing I have to do. Is I've actually never went to a wrestling like match live. I mean, me and my friends used to play uh, WWE Raw like in our PS2 like all night Whoa, like when we were in elementary man. school, man. I those are, those are the best days. <laughs> you're bringing you back. The, gosh, yeah. not only are you showing my age, but you're also <laughs> bringing back memories of high school because, you know, PlayStation 2, it was all the Raw versus SmackDown games. Yeah. I think I literally stopped after like 2006, and I didn't game as much. Nowadays, I'm trying to go back, but I want an N64. Oh, Always, yeah. Yeah, so I can get the holy grail of all wrestling games. Which one's that one? Is it uh, WWE still WWE Raw or something else? Nope. Virtual Pro Wrestling 64 because it's all the Japanese wrestling. It's all the American wrestling. I think the first one, it's New Japan, All Japan, FMW, WCW, NWO. The second one they did is basically All Japan, New Japan, Independence, and WWF. Oh, okay. it's based off of. So you remember the video game WWF No Mercy? I think so. Yeah, I think I remember it. They got that engine off of Virtual Pro Wrestling. Oh, so Virtual mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling was like the original, basically, and then everything stemmed off of that. Oh yeah, Virtual oh, Pro awesome. Wrestling started it. Whenever you get a chance, um, there's a guy on YouTube who goes by the screen name Six One Six Entertainment. Uh huh. He has like a library showing. The best of this video game that he does in documentaries. Right, right. He did one for all the WCW games, SmackDown, Mortal Kombat, Metal Gear Solid, like stuff from the past from his childhood growing up. But it's so it's so good the stuff that he comes up with. Like you really gotta check it out if you ever get a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's no, really I, good. I'll mark it down. No, that sounds interesting. I love I love like game breakdowns and like history of games and it's that's that's pretty cool. I mean, especially because I like I, I grew up playing those kinds of games, so it's I interesting know, to see where it comes from. And I'm trying to get right back into it. Yeah. But um <laughs> back back to um back to uh, a couple more questions I wanted to ask the professional side, and then of course we got our usual dude talk segment. We yeah. gotta get on dude talk, so look. Don't 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 press that dial. We're gonna get you next. So, gotcha. um, when I first heard you sing the first song you played, um, it kind of gave me Jamiroquai vibes. So, what I want to know is, what would you say is basically musician-wise, what inspires you to choose the genre and the tracks that you like to sing to when you're on stage? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think for me, it's like I try to like sing, you know, when I was singing, I'm trying to see who fits my voice well and try to learn from them. So like I think one of my earliest influences probably where I was starting to sing 
like for real was it was the weekend um and then you know trying to go for more of that r&b pop vibe because i think that's just like the like the atmosphere i could give off with my songs like i, I want to make people feel some type of way about love or um loneliness or so you know just stuff that hits your soul and I mean that's that's kind of where I'm at right now and then I'm starting to like explore my other voices like you know like I have like this rap voice that I did for my other song double up and then I'm gonna see if I can explore that further and yeah and it's just like you know I'm continuously training my voice every day and just kind of see what notes I can hit um and and what what kind of genres it would be good for like I mean I can go down like really low like hey it's Jinx on Mike World Order, right? Or I can go like really high, like I'm Jinx on Mike World Order, and you know, and you can kind of just like play around with that. <laughs> so that, that's that's what I do on a daily basis, you know, just throw some notes together, throw some vocal cords in there, and just see, you know, like what kind of. Oh, what happened? Where'd he go? Huh. Where did Jinx go? Did we lose Jinx? Jinx. Did, did he get booted? Oh yeah, I think I think he kicked me out or that something. That was weird. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it's all good. I think it was because of the voice, man. Probably the voice recognition. Because for a moment, you sounded like the guy from the CNN commercial that goes, "This is CNN." This is CNN. <laughs> the accuracy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I might be start doing voiceovers. Uh, you know, so you hire me for your next voiceover. I got you. <laughs> you know, I might just have to hit you up for that. There you go. I got you. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might have to hit you definitely around September when we do Golden Week, which yeah. marks the 10th year anniversary of me podcasting. So I'll I'll definitely have to hit you up for yeah, that. Happy to help out, man, and, and yeah, congratulations. Uh, That's awesome. You know, look, I'm booking it now in case you make it between <laughs> now and September in LA. You might forget about us, little people. Nah, man. I want, <laughs> yeah, I got you locked in, brother. No worries. <laughs> look, I'm gonna be that guy in the crowd. Hey, Jinx, you remember me? It's Mike Thunder. He was on my show. Remember? <laughs> nah, man. That's gonna be the opposite. I'd be like, Mike, you remember me, man? Remember me? I'm like homeless and broke after coming back from LA. <laughs> it's, let me oh, tell you God. something. My goal one day is to have like. A legit studio where people I can just tell me, hey, come on over, we'll just do it live yeah, rather yeah. than StreamYard. I mean, I only started doing this because of the pandemic and people were still leery about coming on the show. Right. So I was like, okay, I had to reinvent what I was doing. And yeah. a friend told me about StreamYard. So I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a try. No, this is awesome. And I mean, you have, you know, friends at Crescendo. So you, I'm sure you could probably like borrow their, um, you know, like one of their studios and just start doing, you know, like live video podcasts from there too. Uh, I would, you know, I'd say like that would definitely be like an awesome next step. I mean, Bo did come up with the idea of on some Thursdays that I'm there. Yeah. Of going live interviewing, doing like small, quick interviews before bringing them on the show. Yeah. You know, that would be awesome. Yeah, man. Whatever I, you think would be cool. Kind of like a news reporter like character. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, when he mentioned that, it kind of gave me more creative ideas of, yeah. well, you know, 
I could show up in a reporter's outfit. <laughs> that'd be dope. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's lots a, of ways you take it. Yeah, and just use a different name. Be like, "How you doing, buddy? Maxwell Thunderstruck <laughs> here." <laughs> That's the work voice. Hello, sir. Uh, did you get what Hello, you needed sir. today? <laughs> did you get what you? Hey, what would you say is your big music innovation, huh? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that'd be a hilarious TikTok, man. Oh my god, like a TikTok series. Exactly. Oh it's 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 crazy, but I mean, once again, it goes back to that relevancy of being innovative, and I mean, that's where it's at. Right. But exactly. uh, we're gonna take a quick four minute intermission, and then because I know you're pressed for time, so no I promise I'll give you. A, <laughs> we'll, we'll still do the do talk segment, but it'll be <laughs> a quick good. one. So. As mentioned earlier, I compared you to Japanese wrestler Katsuhiko Nakajima, mm -hmm. who debuted at 15 in an actual MMA fight before he did pro wrestling, and he won first round by knockout. Wow. Yeah, that was 18 years ago. Now fast forward to him, age 33, two-time world heavyweight champion. The highlight video we're, we're about to watch is when he won his second world heavyweight title. This came from Pro Wrestling Noah against his match against the legendary Naomichi Marufuji. But I want you to pay attention to the beginning fans when it shows their names on the marquee. I wanna burn it down, watch it fall
Kid's still in his prime, and he's only thirty-three. Wow! Yeah, that's that's who I'm comparing you to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, and that's why the things we do on Thirsty Thunder Tuesdays, we do the random five, where we play five random wrestling clips. I mean, clips based on whatever the theme is. But uh, now that we got that out of the way, now it's time for a quick dude talk session where we just ask random questions that you probably would never get asked in an interview. (laughs) Ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Number one, favorite dish. Favorite dish. Uh, I I like this thing called uh, crispy chicken patties where it's like shredded chicken inside of uh, baked phyllo dough. So it's like you're biting into a, pastry with chicken i think that's like yeah my i've been eating that since i was a kid it might be a bengali thing but it's like the best thing i've ever had i agree they got a spot in woodbridge that makes them too oh for real okay along with chicken nah that's awesome i gotta go hit that up before i leave (laughs) most embarrassing moment most embarrassing moment ah man i've had a lot of those man (laughs) I I would say, uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably like one of the times I messed up on stage, and then I just kind of like, like when I first started performing and just started fumbling around and didn't know what to say next. And um, but you know the crowd was great about it. They were still like, hey, you know where you keep going, move on. Um, so yeah, I've definitely had a, a lot of those. I'd consider those my embarrassing moments. Hmm. Best catchphrase ever used. Best catchphrase. Um, I probably for my <laughs> like my last song. One of the chorus lines is "Here we go again." Uh, <laughs> I just feel like that's that's just you know my story. Like here we go again. This is another time, another round, doing the same stuff. Um, or maybe new stuff with new people. But you know, regardless, just like here we go again. You know, just gotta just gotta keep going. No, no matter what. <laughs> All right. The money gun. Was that the first time you ever used it? That was the first time I ever used it. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, the song called for it and I wanted to do it. The reaction from the crowd was just amazing. I, I mean, I'm finishing up my clips from the show, um, but I'll post them this week and you guys can all see what that's like and just the energy and 
uh, the photos of, of what that night was. Um, I can't wait to share it with y'all. It was a good time. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that one. All right. Favorite go-to song to listen to? Favorite go-to go song? Oh, now, man. Now here's, now, here's what I mean by go-to sound. When I mean by go-to song, I mean the same excitement you get listening to it when you're chilling in the car, along with the same excitement you get when you're on the toilet dropping the deuce. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That's that's a heavy, uh, heavy requirement. I would say probably... Uh, I would have to say what? I would, I would say there's a song by one of my favorite rappers. His name is Ani Khan. There's a song called Big Facts. And that's just like, I used to stay in New York for a little bit. And he's like, big facts, you know, he's just kind of, it's just like a New York lingo. And it just gets me hyped up. You know what I mean? It's, I'd say it's like one of, one of my songs that gets me going. Uh, either him or tied between Jack Harlow and Black SUVs. Both of those songs are like, it's either one of those two that gets me going. You know. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that our, uh, our co-executive producer, J-Rod, he's, he's actually from the Bronx. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if they know each other. Never know. He probably yeah. heard him. Small world. <laughs> small world. Small world. And last but not least, dream musician to collab with. Dream musician. Man, if I was able to collab with the weekend, I think that would be that would be it. That'd be I that'd be like where I knew like, okay, I, I've I've done I've hit one of my goals of what I set out to do in singing. That would, that would be awesome. I think that would just be a great time. Now, here's where I would dissect into your answer. Which version of The weekend though? <laughs> not the new one. <laughs> not, not the last album one. <laughs> I'm talking, uh, you know, his, like, Candyland days, you know, House of Glass days. That's 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 the one I want to collab with, for sure. I knew you were going to say that answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, old school. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I like his older stuff more than uh, his current stuff. Um, I'd yeah, probably say like, my... Go ahead. I was going to say, he's like the weekday now, you know? He's just kept yes. casual. He's not something to turn up to. <laughs> and, and that goes back to what I was saying. Do not be afraid to stand out from others. Because I think now once he went mainstream and got that mainstream money, he yeah. kind of like lost that edge. Right, right. Like, I'm, my favorite go-to album with him is Trilogy. Oh, and my yeah. favorite track is uh, "Coming Down." Oh hell yeah, it's a good one. Yes, sure. like you all, look, you know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, nah, you know what awesome. time it is. Like just anything from that era, love it. No, for sure. I, I have a whole throwback playlist that I just got to turn on sometimes, just because I'm tired of the mumble rapping or the same copycat pop song. You know. <laughs> so. It, I, I think we're starting to slowly gravitate from that era, right. mumble rap and all that, because now everyone's tired of, you know, hearing the same thing. Because if that's the case, we might as well rewind back to the '90s where it all started. Right. I mean, exactly. I, I get that. All it is is rinse and repeat. But I like something different, and I think that's why a lot of musicians, in terms of like rap and whatnot, they like the Kendrick Lamars and the Tyler the Creators. They want something more eccentric. Like right. to me, any album that I like that tells a story from start to finish is a keeper. 
Kendrick Lamar, I feel, has perfected that in this era, especially yeah. the past 15 years. Yeah, definitely the past 15 years. Yeah, his latest album was was definitely, I think, was like he was trying to encapsul encapsulate the last two years in his album, and I think that he did it really well with N95 and Die Hard, and it was just oh, a great yeah. album. I I, loved, I liked it a lot. I mean. I still got love for Good Kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, and swimming pools. Yeah. <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah, he's a all, all right. He's got a lot of good ones. Side like oh, oh man. <laughs> cor correction, J Rod is from Washington Heights, Manhattan. My, my oh, gotcha, bad. gotcha. <laughs> my bad. I thought he was from the Bronx. My bad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, is he is J Rod still there? Or is he here in uh, in Northern Virginia area? Oh no, he lives in Connecticut. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah, I got some yeah. family there, but hey, but hey, it's like I said, Mike World Order. We we are not a uh, global a local thing. We we're, we're global. Yeah, that's we right. Got, <laughs> we got people watching globally. Okay, his family's from the Bronx. Okay, that makes ah, I gotcha. sense. I got you. Yeah, okay. I'm actually going. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, yeah, I'm actually going back to New York on <laughs> July eighth. Because I'm just bad with scheduling things for for that weekend. There's some kind of South Asian music festival, so I'm trying to connect with some people there. But yeah, I'll be there for like two days. Um, like it's called Masala Masala Mixer Mix Fest. I know what it is. Yeah. Oh, you've been there? You heard about they it? Used, they used to do them in D.C. Oh wow. Okay. Over yeah, at, it's my first time over going. At, so. Over at Living Room. Oh they yeah. They were doing yeah. over at Living Room and. Uh, I, I used to think that whenever they did that or hosted the Chinese New Year, those were yeah. the best times to go. You I see mean, so not, much diversity. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got friends that are Asian. I got friends that are Middle Eastern. Um, the ice cream truck man who's Egyptian thinks I'm Egyptian as well because <laughs> he told me I reminded him as his uncle as a child. And I'm like, sir, oh, I'm 34 and you're older than me. So, <laughs> I don't know yeah. whether to be offended or complimented. I'm right. still confused. No, for sure. I mean, <laughs> crazy. don't have the words to say it, bro. I mean, <laughs> my ego was shot down, man. Uh, it, happens, it happens to all of us, man. Me oh, too. I get, oh, no. I'm getting old. Well, I am oh. old. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, yeah. you haven't reached old until you reached. Here you go, sir. I'm charging you. The 55 and over at the local buffet old. When you uh, get that old, then we can talk. Damn. All right, but <laughs> at least you get the discount though. That's what's up. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get it twisted. I was digging the whole, you know, ten dollars, ten ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. But my yeah. dignity was still hurting inside. No, for sure, for sure. I get it. Was it was hurting inside, bro. You know? Nah, I feel you, man. That's tough. <laughs> It hurt me, man. It hurt me. Well, I think you're me. great, man. You look young. You look like you, you know, you, you look like one of the prime wrestlers in his day. All right, you can probably get back That's outside right shaved. now. <laughs> <laughs> Shaving changes the game, man. Okay, you got you got a beard and still got a baby face. Take it and run with it. Well, if yeah. I shaved my beard, oh my god, man. You'd be like shocked. I, I have to leave it on, otherwise I look I just look like no, I'm I would because one thing I've learned, uh Arabic men, they're the best barbers. Oh heck like, yeah. I'd man. probably say when my beard was on point, mm -hmm. 
was when it was done by a Middle Eastern guy in Manassas. He would yeah. edge me up every time. And I was like, yo, I said, bro, you got me looking right, man. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he'd be like, now, come on, let's go get our fat boy on. Hell yeah, <laughs> bro. That's what they do. You got to get the shawarmas after the cut, man. Yes. Whatever, he always, uh, always want to hit up somewhere to eat. But he only <laughs> mostly wanted to go to the buffets. And which, really? don't get me wrong, wow. I ain't going to knock it. But, I mean. Yeah, buffet smooth. quality. I mean, like, the if you're hungry, hungry, I would say hit the buffet. But definitely, I would say the quality is up there if you're just to get, like, a regular wrap or snack or lunch or something like that, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah. a there's a spot that I usually hit up in Vienna called uh, Moby Dick's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, they got that's good my spot. Oh yeah, I'm like, let me get that extra green sauce, son. Hell yeah! <laughs> For me, it's it's the white sauce, man. The white sauce, really? is, yeah, it's so good. I love it on the chicken. Uh, I mean, man, I just, I tell him, give me more white. I was like, no, don't even give me the white sauce. Give me more for the green. I will pay green, extra yeah. for the. Green, man. It's it's a nice spice. I mean, honestly though, I'm, I'm more of like a taco fiend because I mean I grew up with all that kind of food, you know, the kebabs and whatever. So for me, it's just like whenever I have the opportunity, tacos, man, or birria tacos or taco bamba in Vienna is like my favorite spot. Oh yeah, what? the Bengali community, yeah, man. So I mean, I'm trying to connect back with them. I only lived in like Queens for like three, two, three months during the summer, but I didn't used to sing back then. So now I'm trying to like hopefully reconnect with some of those South Asian artists um, in, in in July. See what happens. It's funny you mentioned taco joints because of Taco Bamba. Personally, my go-to spots La Harochita and Manassas. Oh yeah, I've been to La Harochita. It's 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 really good. I would say that's OG. You know, yes. like that's when that's when you know that's authentic. No, for sure. I I, I agree. I agree. I would say that's definitely my favorite OG spot. But I would say for like the North Star taco, you know, like the new style tacos, like the, with the oh, new yeah, flavors. Yeah, their shrimp tempura taco be on point at mm-hmm. Taco Bomba. Like they be coming up with some crazy stuff. But like, you want to yeah. try our roasted uh, guacamole? Yeah. <laughs> roasted guacamole. Yeah, you want to try our uh, they got a roasted duck. corn guacamole. It, bro, it's okay. on point. But yeah, next thing you know, they're going to have like snake tacos and like <laughs> some weird shit. <laughs> weird bro. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, oh look, God. I'm all down for it. Like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I'm all for getting the fat boy on. But, uh, anywho, yeah. um, I know you got to continue packing. I don't want to, you know, Lee, have you uh, too uh, far gone time wise because I know you're, you know, on a schedule. But for all of our listeners out there, how does one get to reach out to Jinx? Uh, yeah, well, um, thanks, Mike, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. My social media is at Jinx, J-Y-N-X, Music X. Um, and then uh, you can find me on like all, all platforms, so Spotify, Apple Music, J-Y-N-X. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, my profile picture is actually me at the beach. Uh, so with this, with the pink shirt on. So yeah, that's, uh, that's how you'll find me. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out. Let's, you know, talk if you have any questions. I'd love to talk to anyone. Okay. I, I, I'm going to say this. Don't get mad. Yeah. Don't get mad. No. <laughs> but why did I think when I saw that photo, it was BJ Collie? 
<laughs> no, I mean you have a good point. We do. I think we do have similar facial facial styles, um, body types. But hopefully, I'm trying to trying to change my my image a little when I go to LA. That's my goal. Oh, it's not a bad thing. Like I, I like <laughs> how you did the hair and all that, and you just like we the know. best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like in the way you posed. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. That's I'm how like, it. That, that was the first thing that came to mind was was DJ Khaled. Like, nah, I, I, I get it. the reference. Yeah, for sure. Most I definitely, man. I think pose like him. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he's, he he stands the bearer. You know, he's 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 good, man. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I've been listening to him since I was like early twenties. Jeez, the age process. <laughs> You're as young as you feel, Mike. You're as young as you feel. It only depends on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other day I was at the water park for the first time in like years. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one in the Woodbridge. And I'm like, I'm looking at, okay, it's just two basic slides. I'm like, okay, one dark, one, one red. I was like, man, this is nothing, man. Yeah. I, I can do this. As soon as I got on the slide, being a heavyweight, I felt that velocity go faster when I hit that water, it just smacked. Oh and no! Yesterday, I was pretty much covered in icy hot. Oh man, I'm sorry, was, man. That's oh, tough. Yeah. I was that, that, yeah, the, the yeah, it's for me. The I learned that the hard way with the with going into the water. You definitely got to go in the right way. It's uh, it's tough, man. But I hope you feel better, man. <laughs> oh, I'm good now. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I call it the 24 hour soreness. Right, right, right. You know, exactly. once, once you get through them first 24 hours, you good. Yeah, exactly. But thank God for that. Yeah, exactly. You know. But Not for sure, man. Um, because I know you got a busy schedule. But once you get settled in uh California, is there any chance you would be able to come back on the show for a future episode? Yeah, definitely, man. I would I would love to. Uh thank you for having me here. Maybe you know, you could hear about my experience over there. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll check out all the beaches, too. <laughs> I'll tell you Wrestling. what. When you get settled in and you're ready to do an episode, you got my information. Yes, Reach sir. out to me. And we'll still keep, you know, recognizing you and promoting your music and, and anything. Anything I see on your Instagram page, I will not hesitate. And those who out there that are uh, watching... Y'all do the same thing too. It takes 30 seconds to help that one person by pressing that follow button. And if you don't, those same 30 seconds that I'm going to use that you didn't press that button, I'm going to burn your finger down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. And the same goes for you. I'll, I'll try my best to promote your, your show. And I think it's an awesome platform that you give uh, to help the new and upcoming artists. So, so thank you so much, Mike. Thank you for doing this for us. Uh, definitely spread the word and I'll definitely be back for sure. Oh yeah. No problem. No problem. And fans, if you ever get a chance, once again, follow Jinx at his Instagram at jinxmusicx.com. Find him on Spotify. Matter of fact, didn't you just post about a single that you're working on to come out this weekend? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming out this weekend. It's called This Is a Mistake. <laughs> so I uh, hope you all enjoy. Choose your favorite mistake to 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 explore this weekend and just listen along with my song. Just have a good time. So, so my next question is before we and this is the closing one. I promise sure. I won't ask any no more. No problem. Take your time. No. I'm having fun. <laughs> 
So I got a guy in Japan, DJ Mike Son. Apparently, he looks like me, sounds like me. He just speaks in Japanese. I don't know much about the dude, except I hired him on the weekends to play music. Right. By any chance, when it comes out, can we play the track on MWO Radio this weekend? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's all yeah. Feel free to play it. No problem. Just want to make sure we get your permission before they come after us. Nah, you're good. <laughs> of course, somebody tried to reverse years in copyright infringement. I got permission from the person. We yeah, want yeah. Proof. Watch the last episode. Right. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, yeah, no problem at all. I would love it. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Oh, man. That's, hey, we appreciate it. Matter of fact, if you ever get a chance tomorrow night, check us out on tomorrow night's show live on Wednesday as we bring in Mr. Navon. He was the guy you remember that was playing the flute, the uh, piano, yes, yes. the saxophone. That's awesome. He's going to oh, be yeah. on the show tomorrow night. Awesome. Yeah, I'll try. I'll definitely tune in. Looking forward yeah. to here. Yeah, you might want to put your headphones on too when we play. Because <laughs> he, already, he already gave a heads up. He's oh. going no filter. Oh, okay. All right. Now that's exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to here. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I told him, I am definitely cool with that. <laughs> sometimes you need that you got to spice things up a little bit you know <laughs> if, if that's the case you should call me the whole seasoning wreck i got it all oh yeah <laughs> got to slap your mama and uh, the, uh what's that mama, got yeah you gotta you coming. gotta put that seasoning on everything got sriracha got all Ooh. that oh my god <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's how we do it but <laughs> thanks we appreciate you coming on have a safe flight Safe travels. I don't know how you're going to get there by car or by plane, but still. By car, uh, but thank you. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, road trip. Look, yep. explore the area. Enjoy it. Soak every minute of it, especially when you get on that stage out there. And uh, always know that from the West Coast to the East Coast, you always got support here from not just your fans, but here at Mike World Order. That way... You know, if you ever get famous, don't, don't forget about me. Man. <laughs> we'll forget about that. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything, really. It no means problem. a lot to me. No problem. Well, this concludes tonight's show. If you Once again, please follow Jinx at his Instagram. Follow him on his Spotify and all other major platforms that his music is on. We're going to go ahead and close out the show with a little track that we always play to end it because why not end it on a good note, Right. You've heard of St. Pepsi. If not, you listen to Michael Jackson. So you see where this track is going to go. We'll see you guys later. And don't forget, tune in tomorrow night on our new episode of Mike World Order Live Wednesday as we continue Bash at the Beach. Y'all have a good night, y'all.
Make the music with your mouth, bitch. Oh, make the music with your mouth, bitch. Make the music with your mind, biz. I don't know why I just wanted to do that. Yeah. Go home. Go to bed. Show's over. Go. Go. Thanks for watching.